You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network. That's our new theme song, apparently. Uh, back for another recap of everybody's favorite show. <laughs> Skip this intro. Um, I still can't get over that. <laughs> we are back to talk about Lost season one this week talking about everyone's favorite episode of lost just the best thing ever isn't it just so amazing uh bruce springsteen's favorite episode uh this is season one episode 22 thunder road uh (laughs) sorry born to run uh talking about kate uh, for the third time this season or fourth technically um talking about this classic episode that everyone remembers so well uh just so much going on here and just it's thrilling from start to finish um i should say that my name is noah and ben if i want your spot i'll get your spot and my name is ben thanks for telling them my name i'm a doctor and you're a damn hillbilly <laughs> um yeah born to run we're getting further and further towards the end of season one um you know we had boone's death this show is just not as good without boone anymore it's Um, really just not done anything since he's like it's taken a nosedive um but i've always said i love the finale the three-parter i love boone's death episode (laughs) but there's these awkward two episodes in the middle last week and this week that kind of just delay the finale um classic example of 25 episodes in a season uh yeah ben how are you doing kate she's back um well i i don't necessarily think this is a terrible episode i don't necessarily think this is a brilliant episode it's kind of just the yeah it's their episode i mean i think there's some good stuff in this episode and there's you know some just yeah moments i mean i i always say i do like kate episodes in terms of the flashbacks i'm always intrigued about her storyline i think i'm probably a little bit higher up on her than you are clearly um but yeah i mean you know it's interesting sort of with the finale the three-part finale that it's three parts um and kind of you know did we need i mean what, what who was it that came up with 25 episodes for the first season because i mean you know, it's that's a lot of episodes for a first season. Generally, you know, people thought 24 had a lot of episodes with 24, because uh, generally you only have 22 per season, so you got three extra episodes this season. I think Desperate Housewives might have had about 25, 26 as well. I think one of the seasons of The OC, I remember, had about 27 episodes in the, one of the seasons. So somehow they must take board that, hey, we need extra episodes in a season. But uh, anyway, this yeah, this episode's all right. Yeah. I mean, it was the biggest show on television. I'm sure that had something to do with it. But, um, yeah, this was aired on May 11th, 2005, uh, in the US at least. Um, it's written by Eddie Kitsis and Adam Adam Horowitz, who will become two important people as kind of the two of the five head writers uh, in this show throughout the later seasons. So this is early days for those two. Um, now known for uh, show running Once Upon a Time. Oh, God. Uh, AKA where lost actors go to die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and story by our good friend Javier, Javier Grillo, Mar- Marquette, uh, Javier. Yep, um, good bloke. One of, one of his last episodes, I think. So sad to see old Javier go. Um and directed by uh, Bill's second cousin, Tucker Gates. Um, <laughs> citation needed. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, this is the problem. I don't hate Kate. I am officially middle on Kate, but it's so You'd easy to see in episodes like this. Yeah, I'm a rent on <laughs> Kate. Like, but it's so easy watching these episodes to see how people hate Kate. Um, and, you know, you, you like Kate and you were surprised to find she's kind of hated. And, yeah, I've always been somewhat of a defender of Kate. Um, but Kate shines in non-Kate episodes, and that's an issue. She should shine in Kate episodes, but I think about all the Kate episodes, and they're not good. They're really... Tabula Rasa was good. Um, the season five Kate episodes I quite like, but every other Kate episode between, like, what Kate did, I do, Left Behind, Eggtown, what Kate does, these are not classic episodes of Lost. They they really struggle, I think, with writing Kate, which seems weird because her story is like, oh, my God, she's on the run, blah, blah, blah. There's so much in Kate's story. Um, but for some reason, when it comes to her episodes, yeah, I don't know. At this point, it sh- should have been Shannon. We talked about that last week. Shannon is the only character left. Hashtag should have been Shannon. They they knew Kate was the... Yeah, that's going to be a recurring thing. Um, but they knew Kate was going to be the big female lead. They knew she was going to be in all the seasons of Lost. So, there were, like I said with Jack in Do No Harm, there was going to be more opportunities for Kate. There's no Kate story here. This is total filler. And again, I don't hate filler if it's Trisha Tanaka's dead Van Hurley, <laughs> shut up, redneck man type stuff. But when it's <laughs> like just random Kate wants on the raft all of a sudden... Joanna's we'll get to her Joanna um, and all this stuff it just total filler and not in the good way um, so yeah I, I don't know what it is like I, I do like Kate and it's not necessarily a reflection reflection on her but I don't know why they struggle so much in Kate episodes I I mean I don't necessarily agree I, I always am intrigued in Kate episodes I like I, that's why I kind of I like her backstory and like yeah I can see how it's um filler and kind of just like yeah you know do we need it but I I, I don't know I still to me it it, it he, she's up there to me is one of the ones I'm always intrigued more about in terms of what is happening with her because I mean I know we get an episode called what Kate did which explains it but I mean every time you kind of at this point I remember watching this for the first time thinking oh we're gonna finally learn what she did um but, like, you know, little tiny things. Like, you know, I wasn't too... I kind of liked the plain little subplot, and it's kind of sweet that she's got this childhood <laughs> sort of sweet sweetheart. And maybe that's just me. I'm more of a sentimental person than you know. But um, I don't know. I just kind of like it, and it's just kind of the sweet little moments in this episode with that plane and just, uh, you know, everything along those lines. And still, at the end of this, we still don't know what she did, why she's on the run. So, um, I don't know. I... Just like Kate, her story is a massive cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> well, And now we're going to get people writing in, you're sexist. Oh, God. It's... It was a joke. It was a it joke. 2017. We don't actually work in Hollywood and we didn't do anything to us. So calm down. Don't <laughs> accuse us of anything. We're not Kevin Spacey. Um, but um, the joke's not even funny anymore because basically every single actor in Hollywood now has done something wrong. Yeah, so... we just insert name here. Yeah, but, we're not. But the problem is. <laughs> Ian Summerhold. Really, uh, <laughs> be a month. Be a month until that comes out. I mean, God, come on. Yeah, in, in a month we'll get the Ian Summerhold. We, we will be uh, the one where everyone's jumping on, like, oh, Seth, Seth MacFarlane and Family Guy predicted this five years ago. Didn't you get the jokes? Why did nobody see this about Kevin Spacey? We'll be the first like, ones. Oh, they knew about Ian Summerholder. Oh, they knew. You'll never, you, you'll never believe what Ian Summerholder did to Emily DeRabbit. <laughs> 
or Malcolm David Ke- oh, we shouldn't joke. <laughs> no, um, we but, shouldn't. Uh, leave Malcolm David Kelly alone. Um, it was all Walt. Walt was the deviant but, on the set. <laughs> we're totally like, because this will come out in 2018, we're totally dating this now because it's probably like going to be a huge news story in like February next year. Like Everyone was lying about yeah. Kevin Spacey and he's done nothing Kevin Spacey's been ever. redeemed. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're totally dating. And then that will be, then we'll get the messages. We'll be the bad people. <laughs> Leave Kevin Spacey alone. <laughs> yeah, so you, you just can't you you just can't pre-record things in in this current political climate. We're just going to do that like the the Simpsons Super Bowl episode where the Homer puts his hand over his mouth and it's like I'm rooting for the Atlanta Falcons against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to that point. Um, but. One thing I do like about the Kate ones is I like how they're kind of going backwards in time every time. Like, you know, like Sawyer and Saeed, like Saeed starts with early days, seven years ago in Iraq or whatever, and then it jumps forward to Sydney, and then he jumps back to Iraq, and then he's in Paris. Um, I think Jax jumps around a bit. Oh, he's kind of goes backwards a little bit, but Kate's is like we had the Sydney thing, and then we went back to her getting the plane, and then we go back to... Uh, where that plane came from, and uh, then we'll go back to what she did. Uh, so I kind of like how they're doing this reverse thing for Kate, um, but I don't know if we needed a backstory for the plane. Um, oh, I, I like it. Of, I think you kind of do, uh, judging on that no, we had I'm an episode joking, around I'm joking, it. Um, but it's kind of just like, oh, come on, like, give us one thing. Like, we're near the end of the season, just tell us what she freaking did, um, or give us hashtag should have been Shannon, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, the flashback, I, I like it better than um, the last uh, one with the the hold-up at the bank. Um, so I think we can just get into it. It's pretty, like, I think it's quite quite lengthy, but it's pretty straightforward. Um, and it's, I don't remember watching this episode live except for this opening scene. I can specifically remember that. I don't know why. Uh, because of course it's like, oh, it's a flashback. Who is it? Is it Claire? Is it, is it Shannon? Is it Sun who's on the run or something like that? Is it um, Michael? Yeah, yeah. Is it Hurley? <laughs> uh, um, you know, I, I don't. I don't really get. I guess it's like a tribute to Psycho, but I don't really get why they have to like do this hiding thing. And oh my god, it's a Kate flashback! <laughs> da, 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 go to commercial. Like the way it's played off is just weird. Um, but you know, it's just playing into. Obviously, we know that she's kind of sussing around now, so we kind of assume that this is probably after whatever Kate did. Did um, so. I don't know, is that what you were guessing at this point, or did you just think maybe she was even sus before and this would be the flashback, we'd find out what she did? I think it was after, I think kind of, you know, with the hair and the number plates in the back of the car, I think it was kind of, yeah, from that point you sort of assume this was post-whatever-Kate did. Yeah, um, so she, she's she got this hair dye that, I, I don't know, I've never dyed my hair in my life, but I don't know if I that's have. how easy hair dye comes out. Um, I, I mean, is, is she dying? Or it? was it supposed to be a wig? Well, I, I, is, I mean, is she, to me... Maybe it's a wig. Well, I don't, you can't take out hair colour. So to me, she's she's dyed her hair blonde and now she's dyeing it black again because, yeah, you, you can't take it out once it's in, oh. unless you catch your know, hair off. I don't know, what did she pinch from the thing? Shampoo or something? Uh, I, I thought she was, like, stealing food. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> give me some biscuits. 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> shampoo, sure. We'll go with shampoo. That makes sense. She picked up two little bottles. So. How are they bottles? Milk. She wanted some milk and a coffee. <laughs> we asked the big questions. Yeah. On. Everyone else on Lost asks all the questions. What did Kate do? Why did she get there? On the Oz Network, they ask, what did Kate steal what from the did... cart? I mean, it's probably not even what... Questions probably just us not knowing, um, but <laughs> everybody out there is listening. Oh, the- god, it's so obvious what she steals, you're so <laughs> dumb. Uh, but she's at a motel, um, so dun, 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 it's a Kate flashback, it's it's the ultimate cock tease because it's like, oh my god, finally, Shannon, the only character who hasn't had a- even Walt has had a flashback this season. No, <laughs> it's Kate, sorry, but we get, <laughs> we get shirtless, Kate. yeah, we get a kind of hand down a little bit more and you would have excited half the fan base HBO. Kate um, yeah <laughs> HBO Kate almost almost hashtag almost HBO is when you get like partial nudity or something um, side boob but she goes to reception with like the worst employee ever <laughs> Game Boy boy who is just like <laughs> you, you, you keep talking I'll find the page about his theories huh? <laughs> <laughs> he was really working with Kate uh, but this time it's Joan Hart um, and she asks if there's a package uh, and she receives a letter we don't know what it says at the time but she starts crying I mean it is an unanswered question who sent this letter I don't want to put it in our list I think it's so irrelevant but it is kind of like who did send that to that motel under Joan Hart um, but yeah, I don't want to put that in our one question. Well, actually, no, I uh, can answer some questions that we've already brought up, just to interrupt you here, sorry, because I, I haven't found one on Game Boy Boy, but I have found a very in-depth article on Motel Maid, um, who, <laughs> who has so much written about her. Uh, like, this is, like, the longest article I've seen for, like, the most pointless character you've got portrayed by, appeared in, name, unknown, origin, Iowa, USA, profession, maid. Connection, stuff stolen by Kate. Uh, and apparently here, uh, <laughs> this is literally what it says. Oh, my God. During her time as a fugitive, a blonde-haired Kate ran to Iowa, where the Corn Cob Motel was located. While the motel maid was cleaning rooms, she entered one of the rooms and left her cleaning cart outside. Unknown to the maid, Kate approached the cart and stole some articles, including a white towel and two bottles of shampoo. Shortly thereafter, shampoo. Kate entered a room that had just been vacated oh. and put the do not disturb sign so she could wash dye from her hair. Well, okay, maybe she did wash the dye. It was probably like a temporary <laughs> dye, not a permanent one. But, like, there you go. That is the longest article for the most pointless <laughs> character. And there's trivia. There's trivia. <laughs> Because obviously this actress... Oh, no, there's no theories. But obviously this actress must have played uh, the esteemed Gene Simon. Um... She Gene played... Simmons played the <laughs> yes played the hotel. Well, man. she played a dead passenger of flight eight fifteen whose shoes were taken by Kate after the crash. A nurse. Oh, at... how is there not theories for that? That's like a whole thing. Well, a nurse at Saint Sebastian Hospital who was seen in the background when Adam Rutherford and Sarah Wagner were rushed to the hospital, and a teacher at Washington Tustin High School where Ben Arts and Locke worked in the Flash Sideways. Ah. God, she she really went up from being a maid. Jesus. <laughs> in a few years, she's gone from maid to a teacher and a nurse. Like, she's one dedicated woman. Yes. Wow. Uh, no, nothing on Game Boy Boy, though. I need to do more research. No. Uh, but Kate is reading the letter, and next we see she's at the hospital. Um, she's got a delivery for Diane Jansen, so we're wondering, oh, who is Diane Jansen? Um, apparently, Kate can pick locks to cars or something because she's in Tom's car. 
um, as Tom gets in. I like Tom, but is Tom like the most average person in the entire world or like <laughs> the most average person to appear on TV? Like, he's just like Tom. Like, it's just, yeah, like, it's just Tom. There's, like, there's nothing memorable about him, but there's nothing like distinguished like, oh, look at that scar on his face or, <laughs> oh, he's so ugly. He's just like just Tom. Like, <laughs> just Tom. That's that's all you this need. This is the most average, <laughs> average Tom. Um, but he gets lucky with Evangeline Lilly, so I mean, he's got something about him. He's obviously got a big dong. That's probably what it is. So, <laughs> big dong Tom. Big dong Tom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what he's known at the hospital. Um, uh, but we learn that Diane, whoever that may be, is dying of cancer. I'm not Diane. Kate needs big dong Tom. Big dong Tom's. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's a tongue twister. Um, Oh, don't go there. Uh, <laughs> she needs his help. Um, later, she goes back to his place, Tom. Um, big Dong Tom. And we learn that Tom has... <laughs> big Dom Tom put his dong to use because he has a two-year-old son. <laughs> uh, Cooper, I believe it was. Um, <laughs> his dong is bigger than his son. <laughs> uh, that's just weird. <laughs> 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 It's not something you put in your Tinder profile. My penis is bigger than my baby. <laughs> That's just weird. Let's not go there. I um, measured. I know. Uh, oh, man. There's not a with lie. Come on. I don't want to put dong and not baby in this climate. In sentence. Come on. Um, yeah. Don't go there. Don't accuse um, Tom of that. Come on. Tom's a... <laughs> not average Tom. Not average Tom. Um, no. No, Ben. No. Even his picture, like on Lostpedia, we might have to put it on the website. It just screams like, oh, there's Tom. We need to create it's a fake, Tom fake Facebook the, page and put him on Tinder to see who would swipe right on average Tom. Tom. <laughs> Do you swipe right on... Yeah, that's a social experiment. How many uh, matches can Tom get on Tinder? <laughs> Probably um, more than me. <laughs> <laughs> definitely more than me. <laughs> he landed eventually Lily. He's pretty good. <laughs> Although, I mean, Dominic Monaghan did as well, and he's a hobbit, so... Yeah. <laughs> see, um, see, not Kate... saying she's easy, but there is, like, a quadrillion angle going <laughs> but, there. But you got to um, admit, Kate doesn't discriminate. She likes the dongs big, and she likes the dom ho- dongs hobbit size. So, you know, she, she's either yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's non-discriminatory. <laughs> and we, we should add Tom to the, the shape, whatever it is. It was an, oh. a rectangle, <laughs> octagon, What's I don't know. a ten-sided shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Tom's added to the list there. Uh, but T- Kate asks if it is still there. Dengon. We don't know what it is. He's big but, dong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it still there? Is it still there, Tom? <laughs> Zip. It's middle of the um, night, Kate. I can't show you. <laughs> Katie. It's the middle of the night, Katie. Um, but they go out to this weird, like, paddock with a cool tree uh, with just cows chilling there. <laughs> uh, and they start digging in a field. Um, we cut back to the next one. Kate and Tom start drinking beer. Um, <laughs> even though Tom has to go to work in a few hours. So, so. <laughs> yeah. Hope he operates on me. Uh, well, yeah, hopefully we don't have a Christian Shepherd incident here. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it won't be matter because he'll be dead soon. But uh-huh. he'll be dead in a number Spoiler. of hours. <laughs> poor old, poor old. I'm just looking at this guy's picture on Lostpedia. It's just making me sad. Like, just, oh, poor old. Average Tom. going to die. Um, Kate and Tom drinking on some beer. They find their new kids on the block lunchbox. Um, <laughs> we all had one. Uh, well, paid for by Jacob. Um, 
last name unknown. So keep an eye out on that one because we will see the backstory of this lunchbox. Um, uh, what we're all crying Jacob. out for, the backstory of the lunchbox. <laughs> Shannon yeah, can't well, even get can... an episode at this moment, but keep an eye out for the background <laughs> the lunchbox. of the lunchbox. <laughs> Hashtag should have been Shannon. Um, but, you know, in season three, we'll hear about this mystery, mysterious Jacob and this island guy, Jacob, and no one's ever seen him. Yeah, we're actually going to get Jacob in Iowa. I was wearing a flannel t-shirt at one point. So, Which is um, just his Iowa. You land at the airport. <laughs> Welcome to Iowa. He's a flannelette t-shirt for you to Here's fit in. Shirt. <laughs> Put it on. Um, and uh, they open up the lunchbox. Turns out it's a little time capsule. The plane. Dun, dun, dun. Now we know who the plane belonged to. It belonged to the man I killed. Um, some great evangeline Lily in both of her episodes. Sarcasm intended. Um, we'll get to if I want your spot. Um, Leave her alone. Kate and Tom. Listen to the tape, and this is—I really like this scene. I don't really, especially love this flashback. It—it it does serve some purpose with the Tom stuff and Kate's mum, but it's not that entertaining. But I do like—I've always liked this scene. How they're out in the middle of the night listening to the tape. Um, two thousand four. Apparently, still had tape players in cars. Um, I do have one in average my car. Average Tom hasn't got a seat. Like <laughs> um, but I, I like this scene though. I think it's nice when they're um listening to the tape i've written here young kate is a bitch <laughs> in my notes. Wow. Uh, what is she she's just like i want to put the plane in it's stupid <laughs> dick uh, kate moment yeah uh, dick young she kate just wants moment. to run away uh, poor tom so in love with her it's like you always want to run away kate <laughs> yeah i mean it was never gonna work typical I, I'm, iowa I'm girl yeah you, you know tom you deserve someone else who's out at their parents when you die. What's, he, um, what's his wife's name? Catherine or something? Or Catherine? That's Kate's name. No, like what's he, what's his wife's name? He, he, he says it. Oh, God, I don't know. Tom. It's, oh, I've got his, <laughs> he's got his Wikipedia. Open, so he marries Tom. He's, uh, Rachel. Oh, of course, the Rachel. Yep. Rachel Brennan. Connor Brennan. His son has a lost Wikipedia. So does Rachel. <laughs> Connor Brennan. Oh, there's theories on Rachel. <laughs> what? His mother's name is Rachel. Seriously? Uh, he was 22 months old. Connor is not being shown on Lost. <laughs> Do you want to know theories about Rachel What's Brennan? <laughs> she could be married. Give me one. She could be a married Rachel Carlson, Juliet's sister. There's no mention of Juliet's sister being married or having a child before her miracle pregnancy due to Juliet's cure. Brennan's son is named Connor, while Carlson's son is Julian. So how is that a could be? There's no, there's no connection there at all. <laughs> well, they're both called Rachel. What? This um, is just... But I don't think the timeline... This was set in 2002. What, Juliet came to the island in 2001? Or something. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't add up. Somebody just got bored. Um, they're like, oh, God, we've got so many articles here in Lostpedia. What can we do? <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. nothing on Tom's wife. <laughs> uh, so um, they listen to the tape and then they get it on. Um, sort of. Did they go the whole way or just... No, yes. no, Kate doesn't. Kate's not that sort of person. No, no she, she's more of a bear cage type Yeah, she, she likes um, it in bear cages and men tied up. He's too, he's too like, untied for her liking. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is the story of Kate and her childhood sweetheart, which we think is what Kate did. Uh, but turns out it isn't what Kate did. Um, but later they get back to the hospital because someone's doing a favour for um, Tom. And Kate visits Diane. And this is where we learn that this is Kate's mother who has cancer. Um, Aunt Zelda. <laughs> From uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm sure you're a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Diane is dying. Apparently uh, she's lost her voice as well um but i mean whether or not you like diane or not she does survive this cancer so um we'll see her in season four in the flash forward so good on diane fighting through um (laughs) but kate visits her and apologizes for what uh how hard she's made her life um yeah i don't know about an apology is gonna do that kate after we find out what kate did um you know Flowers. I don't think that's going to fix that one there, Catherine. Um, <laughs> Diane calls for help. Uh, I, I've always liked this scene. It's kind of like, oh, like, I don't know. I, I, you, it really makes you think, oh, what did she do if her yeah. own mother is going, help, help, help? Um, like, it's just like, oh, she must have done something pretty serious. The answer, daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kate runs out, knocking out the security guard on the way. Um, it was so quick what, to... Iowa... No, you go, sorry. You go. Oh, yeah, he's like, what's going on? I'm, like, oh, I'm just her daughter. Just grabs oh, her. Under Why? Her. <laughs> <laughs> like, physical assault. They're like so... Although, dis- there was that video coming out, wasn't there, of, like a nurse or something who was like handcuffed by a cop or something in real life or something Mate, in America? Well, yeah, so, that, yeah, that is true. That, well, so, that was in Utah. So maybe though. it's not too unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Utah. Yeah, but that's, that's the borders, uh, guy, borders Iowa, just, so... <laughs> um, yeah, th- not only this guy is just quick on Kate, but then as soon as she leaves, like the cops, like Iowa, Iowa jump into the. Oh, this is like the first thing that's ever happened in Iowa. Like this is the first time they've got the cop car out. Like <laughs> they're excited. Like something's actually happening. Um, All the great cop so shows set in uh, on Iowa. CSI <laughs> <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> um, who is Iowa? I'll correct myself. Um, uh, sorry, it's uh, Idaho that borders Utah, not Iowa. I apologize, America, just in case. So, um, yeah, Kate's running out. She gets Tom. I need your car. Tom jumps in the car, and then Tom, Tom refuses to get out. He's saying, "Just give yourself up, Kate. You're you'll be able to live a normal life or something." Doesn't he say? Which, um. No, <laughs> no, Tom. She's going to prison probably for the rest of her life. Um, maybe the initial thing, what she did, could have got her off after, what, 30 years or something, but because she's been on the run and attacking people and doing all this jazz. So Tom refuses to get out. Um, so Kate just goes for it. Uh, zooming out the car, smashing past the police cars. They're shooting at her. Um, she goes round. Is she hits a car or she hits a tree? Um, now, did Tom get shot or it's just he got more shot. of he's the got car? Bull- he's got bullet wounds. Yeah, yeah so that that's going to be a uh, sticky situation for those cops there. Um, a lot of damage control going to be like you hit the innocent poor old doctor, missed the <laughs> the criminal. Well, he was the white, run, like. so you know there's no backlash over it. <laughs> Someone's getting fired. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, and then Kate, just out of the car, like these incompetent police officers, that they were right there. But she just gets out, runs down, grease lightning kind of, <laughs> what do you call those things? Like, they're not sewers, what do you call like oh, that? Oh, uh, yeah, the LA sort of, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the place where street races happen. Yeah, um, Fast and the Furious, Iowa, uh, coming soon. <laughs> well, we're going to get to Michelle Rodriguez soon. Oh, um, yes. Yay. <laughs> Uh, see so, <laughs> I don't know. I, it does serve a purpose of showing her mother. We get a bit more of the plane. We learn about what she means by it belongs to the man that I killed, which wasn't actually what Kate did, which we assumed beforehand. So it serves some purpose. I, I, I don't mind the relationship with Kate and Tom. I like the bit with the tape. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not getting overly excited about third kate flashback of the season really i like kate and tom it's sweet and it's like you know it's it's good that we kind of just i don't know it's just something sentimental about this whole sequence and um you know obviously they thought they were going to be together forever and then obviously she's just little miss go off and do everything and he's staying in rural iowa and become a doctor because that's the dream uh, <laughs> we all have all at one point dreamt of being a rural doctor and Iowa. I mean, it's probably amounting to more than I will ever do in my life. So says the guy's um, about to go off to Korea. Probably is in Korea at the time of releasing this. But uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's not uh, being a doctor. Well, you're still getting to go really off and teach English to underprivileged gins and sons. I, I, I really feel like you're downplaying. Do-, do you have something against doctors here? I have this, nothing are we against, unearthing something new? I have nothing against doctors, but I mean, you're going off to teach English to, like, Jin and Son. Like, he's a doctor in bloody Iowa. <laughs> no offence to our people in Iowa. They say you need doctors. But like- <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not being... Uh- down on myself, I'm going to say definitely being a doctor in Iowa is a greater accomplishment than what I'm about to do. Well, you might teach people English, then they go on to become, like, people who save Korea from, like, being North Korea. I don't know, but, like... (laughs) I'm a podcast host, Noah, uh, so... (laughs) Better than a doctor in Iowa. Well, that's true. Uh, But... We just lost all our doctors from Iowa listening to our show. <laughs> Who have we? We had many, of course. Iowa is our number one listenership base in all of continental US. They're going to go to the hospital tomorrow. <laughs> they're like, oh, did you hear that episode? I, yeah. I have. Um, I can say I have been to Iowa for about five minutes. Well, so <laughs> never again. I drove through it between going to Nebraska. If you're going back there, you're going to have to be blonde and you're going to have to drive in and do all things from the hotel. I'm, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not pissing off the Iowa PD because, like, seriously, they are so quick to shoot. All, for all they know, this all Kate did was slightly agitate a patient and then knock out a security guard and now they're full-on firing bullets at her and then shooting their beloved Dr. Joe or Tom or whatever his name is. Like... What? Why are they so trigger happy in Iowa? <laughs> it's because it's the first thing that's ever happened. <laughs> they have literally no reason to shoot at them. Absolutely none. Unless, like, she's so well known on TV in terms of, like, like... Oh, Jerry, get the company gun out. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't... There's our beloved Dr. Tom. Don't shoot Tom. Okay, okay, got it. Um, she's I mean, accelerating fairness, towards she's on us. the run, so maybe they were alerted, like... But that quickly? I mean, like, 
it is. But I mean, it is. We saw the security guard outside of her room early on in the flashback. So in fairness, she's on the run. It's her mother. They probably would be around. But yeah, I, I get it. It's silly. Yeah, anyway, the, the one bit that I think is 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 shocking though is kind of like when you realise it's her mum and you're like, oh. But then when she starts yelling, like you know, as you were saying, like help me, help me, like what the hell did she do? Uh, I mean, I remember that scene just going, holy crap, like, Jesus, her own mother's, like, against her. So, um, and I think it serves to, like, make you feel sorry for her as well, even though she's willy-nillingly getting, you know, her beloved Tom shot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to add. You know, Mr. Average from Iowa, poor Tom. Uh, do we eulogise Tom? Not really. <laughs> we met him all of five minutes ago. Um, uh, well, let me see if there's a... And all, all. I mean, if we're going to talk about his wife, then we should say something about. <laughs> we should, we should, we should be. You know, it's a sad day for Iowa, the medical, uh, you know, fraternity of Iowa. They've lost a quarter of their doctors by uh, uh, poor old Tom getting shot. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's a Tom trivia. Oh, um, I've been waiting for this. Tom does not appear for a span of eighty episodes between Born to Run and the Incident Part One. This is the longest non-appearing span of any character. Oh, well, there you go. Tom, you hold a record. You're not that average. Um, I do like here, uh, Carter yeah, he, Jenkins. He's got something going for him. Carter, he's got the longest thing. He, he don't, we know we Tom's knew that. Long Tom's long dong. Um, we, we also, the young voice of young Tom was Carter Jenkins, uh, which is great. And I love how Kate and Tom's tape has its own article. And it's actually got a transcript here. <laughs> you and I can roleplay Kate and Tom. <laughs> Tom, is it on? I don't think it's All on. Right, Kate, it? it's on. <laughs> that sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> Have you found it? Do you want to role play Kate and Tom? We can. I've got it. Okay, who, who's Kate and yeah. who's Tom? <laughs> I think we both know the answer. Okay, I'll be Kate. <laughs> <laughs> is it on? I don't think it's on. It's on! <laughs> Okay, this is Kate Austin and Tom Brennan, and this is our dedication for our time capsule here on August the 15th, 1989. Hey, give me that back. Why are you putting this stupid plane in there? Because it's cool, Katie. I got it when I flew to Dallas by myself. That is cool. Just like this time capsule. Oh, shut up. You're such a bitch. Fuck you, oh, Tom! Stick, stick to the script. I'm it's pregnant. totally cool when we dig it up in like 20 years and I'll be dead a few hours later. How do you know we'll be together? I'm a slut. Because I we'll be married around. and you'll be a mum and we'll have nine kids and you'll have nine kids with someone else and I'll be a part of the octangle, triangle, mongoloid shape thing. Well, I'm into hobbits and doctors and hillbillies, <laughs> so I don't think so. As soon as I get my license, we should just get in the car and drive. You know, run away. You always want to run away, Katie. Because, baby, we were born to run. Da-na-na-na. Oh, I, yeah. I do have to say, <laughs> you I know why. kind of, yeah, this line, yeah, you know why. Like, uh, they're setting up the next Kate episode, but it's kind of like, Bad writing. Oh, um, you just want to nitpick like, at everything to do with poor old Tom and Kate. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that okay. was probably the lamest okay. thing we've ever done. On Noah, this Noah. Kate and Tom, still a better love story than Shannon and Saeed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't get any of that. Um, but let's get into the island then. Uh and again, I've talked about with episodes like The Moth and stuff. This is one of those ones that still feels like a TV show. 
I know I don't explain that very well, but I think you know what I mean by that. And uh, it still feels very like 90s TV or something. And I think this is one of the last cases of Lost doing that. Later on, it gets more focused. But, you know, like just the plot of the week. Like if Lost was on in the 90s, they would just be abandoned on this island and each week would just be a new story. Killigan's and this Island would be style. one of the stories. Yeah, it's pretty much just Gilligan's Island at this point where like this week, Kate's... Uh, someone's getting poisoned and Kate wants on this raft and here's Detective Jack and Locke uh, and stuff like that. So we're going to lose that, I think, next season, but this is definitely something that's still kind of happening, uh, like the moth and the cave-in. Um, so starting with this episode, uh, we have Kate playing with her plane, that damn plane, um, and we have annoying Charlie coming up to her. Um and this is where I'm talking about, like, TV and, like, the scripts, like, we're going to be famous when we get saved, and that, like, oh, set up this episode type thing. Um, uh, you know, Charlie, this is typical Charlie, like, Drive Shop must have sold a million records uh, since we were last, since I was died in this plane crash, um, and everyone will be famous. Um, and then, is this where we get him playing? No, that's later. Uh, he's famous song that he's writing um attacked by the monster um close but oh, pilot no gets attacked by the monster or whatever it is <laughs> close but no cigar. <laughs> um i'm glad you watched this episode very I, much. I didn't watch it at um, all so everyone will be famous uh when the helicopters come what don't you want to be famous um is that so hard to believe like, i don't want to be famous like uh, I do. Does everyone want to be famous all of a sudden? Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, I do. D- download the Oz um, Network. Make me famous. <laughs> and next, we are introduced uh, to a fan favorite character, Doctor Leslie Arts. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that they put old Arts in before the finale, just to give us a little bit. Um, another character like Ethan that will be appearing more after his death than. Uh, when he was alive uh so arts is going to be back quite a lot actually but uh we love arts don't we oh, arts arts. Character. i love the um, fact that he had a side mobisode called arts and crafts um which yeah he was actually in a few of those webby so mobisode things never seen um, any of them well i think we probably will cover them um but yeah he's got a few because they love bringing back arts he was he really shined for his three episodes uh that it's not a surprise that they brought him back whenever they could. Um, so, he has an uh, action figure. Sorry, I'm just on his profile here. No. He literally, like, go to Arts on Lostpedia. He literally not has an, an action one. figure. <laughs> he, he, well, it's, no. it's pretty, it looks pretty legit. Um, on the back of the box for the highly, fl- of, for highly flammable toys... Art's custom-made action <laughs> figure. Um, there's a, it was, what's, I don't get it. So there's custom-made, you can make these your own? What? What's a highly flammable toy? Um, yeah, this is not like the official action figures that were released for Lost. So I don't know what highly flammable toys are. Wow. I'm kind um, of intrigued if this is actually a legitimate thing. Because if there is, where's the Boone action figure? Yeah, this could be a knockoff thing. I'm not really sure. Um, uh, but uh, we are introduced to Arts, and he's complaining, like yelling at them while they're on the raft. Um, and we have him 
talking about how they're on the cusp of monsoon season and monsoon season is bad. Uh, and, you know, I've maybe seen this episode 10, 12 times. This line, you know, you will agree with me, I'm sure. The only one piece of land south of them. Uh, how do you pronounce this big icy continent? Of Antarctica. 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 Like, oh, my God. Guys, there's the T. Antarctica. Antarctica. Like, why do they say Antarctica? It's Americans. Why do they it's say like when, anything? Herbs. <laughs> herbs. Like, Americans, pronounce your letters. <laughs> um, Antarctica. Correct. Antarctica. Um, which... I don't really get what do they mean by that's the only piece of land south. Well, I think it's judging on that is that they're in the middle of the Pacific. So if you look at a map of islands in the Pacific, for the most part, unless you're kind of in an island directly around Australia or New Zealand, I mean, it's a big bloody ocean. So kind of the only land you're going to hit if you just keep going south is Antarctica. So that's kind of what they mean. I guess so, but that that that's a stretch. They have no idea where they are. Um they know they're like, in the Pacific. For all they know they could be. <laughs> yeah, they could be an hour from like Indonesia. For all they, they could know, be in Tasmania. Right? They could be on Flinders Island. Hashtag not Flinders Island. <laughs> yeah, for for all they know, they are just on an island of a country. And <laughs> like, if they just sailed like thirty minutes, they're like, there's an airport. That'd be so funny. <laughs> that that was like a big twist. Like we have no <laughs> idea where we are. They get in the raft, and you get like. And then, like, ten minutes later, it's like, says the Sydney Opera House. It's, oh, <laughs> shit. They never left. <laughs> um, well, I mean, the big theory, a lot of people, was that they were in some sort of elaborate theme park type thing. Um, that was a huge theory at one point, uh, that they weren't even on an island. Uh, but uh, they asked when they had to leave because of monsoon season, and Arthur says, uh, yesterday, um, which is a great line. Uh, yeah, but then uh, this was later retconned in not the Arts and Crafts one. It was a different one of those Mobisodes um, because apparently Arts got that wrong. Uh, so they actually retconned that to explain why he got that wrong. Um, because to me it doesn't make sense why he takes so long to tell them. Like, if he know- if he knows this... That's all. That's on arts. That's on nobody else. That's his own. Like you know, yeah. That that to me is that's where um, that doesn't make sense. So they do they do clear this up. But, um, uh, so arts claim in this episode that they're on the cusp of monsoon season, despite the absence of continuous torrential rain. The producers address this issue on a podcast, stating Arts is an idiot. <laughs> the, the Lost Missing Pieces episode, Tropical Depression, revealed that Arts was lying in order to launch the raft as soon as possible. So that kind of clears up why he didn't say anything. Right. Um, and also, he's a high school science teacher. Like My high school science teachers definitely would not be here going, we're on the cusp of monsoon season and here's this and stuff like that. Um so, Dr. Leslie Arts, or Arnst, is an idiot. Shouldn't um, Kate know this? Kate knows everything. Oh, when I went um, hiking yeah. in the jungle well, in Washington. Yeah, well, where's Long? <laughs> yeah. like, um, but, so that means, oh, no, we have to speed up the raft. Um, Kate goes up to visit Michael. I'm going with you. Uh, Michael doesn't want to let her on. He's made deals with Sawyer, uh, June, so Kate can't come on the raft. Um we get Orky, Sun, and Jin moment. They're still kind of not talking to each other. Um, Jin says he's going on the raft, so Sun, very sad. Um, 
We have Saeed leading Jack through the jungle. Dick Jack, my <laughs> Tell me where you're taking me or I'll turn around. <laughs> Diva, Jack. That's <laughs> Diva. That's a Diva. A Saeed should have been like, oh, no, please, Jack, don't turn around. Come with me. Keep me coming. Oh, come on. Come on, Jack, please. Shannon, dump me. I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, total diva jack moment like, what else has he got to do on I'll this turn around Saeed I will I'll do like, it it's, it's, not, it's not like Jack's ever helping with the raft building he's always just showing up and saying how are you doing Michael like he's never even helping so what has he really got to do so uh, total diva jack like no you're gonna tell me or I'll turn around and go back like, oh um, my God. but anyway no need no need calm your farm Jack cause they're at the hatch um and uh, we cut back to the island. Uh, typical, I've talked about bad TV, kind of typical force plots. Now, suddenly, Michael is starting to question the idea of Sawyer being on the raft. Um, persuasive Kate. Um, <laughs> we know how to persuade. Here we go. Uh, the, cro- the crossover. This is like uh, Sawyer meeting Christian in the bar or something. Uh, shout out to Survivor. Uh, Sawyer, you're going to vote me off? Uh, so what did he say vote me off Mickey this would have been so funny if he said what are you going to do vote me off props like he should have said that that would have been hilarious (laughs) that's a very very specific reference (laughs) but um, yeah you're going to vote me off so we get a survivor reference which is kind of cool because we talked about in the past how Lost was kind of conceived as survivor the drop there's another one which I don't know is it in this episode or the next one where somebody says like grab your things to me i'm just like grab your things and head back to camp like there is a there's a grab your things line in either this or the next episode i can't remember which one yeah uh so it is kind of cool to have that survivor reference i do remember watching a video i think i only watched it last year it was matthew fox uh doing an interview before lost premiered um and i think it was kimmel Maybe it was David Lemon or someone, and they're talking about this new show, Lost, and everyone's excited. And this is pre Matthew Fox being a dick, where he's like actually excited to talk about things. Um, <laughs> and and then uh, the host, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel, he says, "Is Rupert going to be on the island?" Um, and there was there was no mention of like, "Is Rupert from Survivor or something?" This was like height of Rupert mania, like it's Rupert and Survivor fandom. Um, so Lost really was going on parallel with, like, everyone this time was watching Survivor, everyone was watching Lost. So lots of island action on TV in America in 2004. Um, so you're going to vote me off, Mickey? Uh, <laughs> next we get the infamous Joanna picture being, <laughs> being burnt by Kate. Uh, <laughs> I, I was cheering when I saw that. Uh I would reference the episode that we talked about it, but I can't remember oh, what who episode. Oh, cares? A funny one with Joanna's <laughs> host, not host, host or whatever it is, the X-Files the picture. Host, host Joanna picture. <laughs> um, the funniest picture so, I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's literally like, <laughs> it's, it's not as good um, on the show, though, because it's kind of what they've done on Lostpedia is they've, like, cropped that, then they've, like, rotated it to make it like a profile picture or something. <laughs> so it's not quite it. as good it's a blink and you miss it on the episode but Kate's burning the infamous Joanna picture which is just brilliant it literally does have like you just have to see this picture it's kind of got a sound effect of like <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, funniest thing ever yeah post Joanna picture we'll put that on the next page as well <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> keep so going, keep we, going. Not only did we get the backstory to the play, and we got the backstory to the host, Joanna Pitcher. Um, here's uh, showing how well I was paying attention to this episode. I've written Sawyer confronting Sawyer on the... <laughs> Uh, oh, on my it. notes, so get, getting real in-depth uh, personal Sawyer scenes here. Um, no, Sawyer goes up to Kate, we get this little thing, and then we get just a super cringy line. Sawyer, I want your spot. I'll get your spot. Oh, it's not that I bad. I like Evangeline Lilly. It's her first ever season of television. This is her first role outside of Extra in Smallville or Extra in Freddy vs. Jason, but it, yeah, it's really cringy. It's it, it, one of the most cringy lines in Lost, I think. I hate it. Um, I like Sawyer's line. Don't we... worry, Pudding. Your secret's safe with me. <laughs> pudding. Pudding. Mm. <laughs> pudding. <laughs> it's just like your suicide squad. <laughs> well, they killed my pudding. <laughs> Hashtag download uh, suicide squad. It. Available now via the Oz Network. Uh, we have Walt. Ugh. Uh making sure that they will come back for everyone else. And Michael going, eh, yeah, uh, we might. <laughs> uh, it's going to be hard to find. So Michael's really, this is the early signs of Michael being totally in it for himself and his son. Like, like Michael's not really caring for many people around him at this point. Um, and then we get Michael dying in the stomach. Yeah, um, he's dead. Like, um, so Walt has to go off. Like, get Jack. Like, Jack. I want Jack Diva to say, like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have come here. I of want, course, there was going to be a medical issue. I want Diva Jack to Walt. Jack, you got to come with me. Why? Just you just got to come with me. I'm not coming with you, Walt, no, unless you tell, tell me. me. I'm turning around. <laughs> My dad's um, dying. <laughs> but we have Kate. I'll go and get Jack. Uh, the new Boone. Uh-huh. Oh, no, oh, Boone no. would have got Jack. Just don't, don't even. Too soon, Noah. Like Boone would have. Oh, no. Boone, no. Like, <laughs> sorry, Jack. We're going to a hatch. I'm sorry I didn't tell you earlier. I'm really Boone. sorry. Uh, Michael, I'll help you. Do you have a pen? Um, Boone. But we cut to the hatch. I love this scene. Uh when Jack says, oh, sissy, like, prissy Jack, like, oh, when were you going to tell us about this lock? Which, I mean, fair enough. Like, there was this hatch thing in the ground. But I love it whenever Jack gets put in his place in Lost yeah. because Jack is, you know, our hero. And it's always Jack, Jack, Jack. Three flashbacks in the first season. And the first flashback of all the seasons, uh, up until season four anyway. First one to get a flash forward. And our hero... So, getting a flashback about his tattoos and he's the doctor. He's always helping everyone. So whenever Jack gets put in his place, I, I absolutely love this. But uh, All Jack, uh, due, due respect, Jack, but when do I report to you? <laughs> it's like Drop mic. Uh, Sug live. Yeah, drop mic. Sassy, <laughs> sassy lock. Sassy lock. Um, um, what does... What does he say? Uh, uh, what does he say? All due respect, John, but... Oh, I didn't write I, what he wrote. He's, I think he just says, like, with all due respect, wrong, you lied to me or something like that. I think that's what he said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bad comeback. Ooh. All due respect, Lock, John. You lied. <laughs> like, he, he really does say, all due respect, John, you lied. Um, and then 
and then again, like pick up the mic and drop it again. Like, yes. how long did you have that case full of guns? And then you get just this most annoyed Jack face. Like he doesn't say anything back, just put in his place. Like already he's had to deal with uh, being a diva with Saeed going to the hatch. And now he's just put in his place where he has no words, no comebacks. Like, I just, I just want to um, redo that scene of Jack just looking with that face, looking his face, and he goes, "You're absolutely right, John. I can't, I can't defend that. You're right. Fair, fair call, fair play." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you should probably deal with Michael. Yeah, well. you should probably do. I've got to go. Like, fair call. Tell us when you're open the hatch. <laughs> like, Have a good day. Poor Jack. Like he, he expects this from Sawyer, but now he's getting put in his place by an old. Poor old gummy Joe. I like, I like. I think we talked about this a lot early on in the season about how we kind of do get this like ongoing rivalry between these two, don't we? You know, the man of faith and the man of science. You know, and like I just kind of. I mean, it's all it's Boone. So let's be honest, we wouldn't have this if it wasn't for Boone. So another thing that Boone's good for in this show, he sets up <laughs> the. No mention of Boone. <laughs> yeah, but does Boone even get a <laughs> reference in this episode? <laughs> like he says, "All due respect, John, you lied." But he could have said, "All due respect, John, you lied about Boone." Yeah, like, all due respect, on. you killed Boone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get Saeed kind of watching the lovers fight, and then he's in the background. And we'll I mean, Saeed. early on we talked about. Uh, well, we talked about early on Saeed. Like he even says early on, "I would not admit defeat when he doesn't want to move to the caves." And now we get Saeed like, like he's really going. You want to open it? Like I know you've just been dumped, dude, but like, really going at it, like. You want to open that thing? I brought you here to t- t- talk him against it. Like, He's affected by um, Boone's death. Yeah, I mean, no, no one's... like. I mean, I guess someone did just die, but really, just no one's sitting down and just having a conversation here. They're all just yelling at each other and making comebacks. And like, I want, I want uh, Saeed so, at this point. Saeed I didn't know Boone very well. <laughs> just gets into, like, mode right now, funeral <laughs> mode. <laughs> well, I, I mean... Saeed would strike me as someone who wants to get into because he loves any kind of technology type thing he can get. And, you know, it's a bunker. There could be something down there. He does um, make the... I mean, like, I, but, I agree with you completely. I think it's kind of... You're going to find something like this. You're going to open it. But he does make the good point of, well, there's no handle on the outside. So does that not strike you guys as a bit strange? Yeah. And then we'll see that it later says quarantine on it. So I guess he's kind of right. Um, I mean... We've had the hatch. We haven't talked a lot about the hatch. I guess we can briefly touch on it. This is one thing that if you binge watch this show now on Netflix or DVD or whatever, um, it, this is something that's completely lost. And I'm uh, no pun intended. And I'm not trying to sound elitist or anything like that, but this is something that you just simply cannot comprehend. And I know I sound total douchey there, but this was the biggest water cooler kind of thing that I'm not going to say the biggest thing in the world, but the biggest thing on TV for months and months. Yeah. Like we've skipped over it cause it's just a scene here and there. Oh, now they're at the hatch. Boone's dying. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Don't know. Everybody in the world who watched TV was talking about what is in the hatch. Like this, it kind of gets lost now. Cause later on, they, they, you know, they'll time travel. they Frozen Donkey Wheels, Moving Islands, and, you know, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. But this was so massive. Like, everyone had a theory, or if you didn't have a theory, you were at least talking about everyone knew the term The Hatch. Um, my dad hated Lost. He was talking about wondering what was in The Hatch. He even he was got Hatch Fever. Like, like 2000, 
2000, there was Hatch Fever um, in a different show, and now 2005, we've got Hatch Fever. Um, I don't know if you've got any comments, but we kind of glossed over it just because I imagine you would gloss over it if you were binging it because you'd be interested, oh, what's in the hatch? But you could find out in two days. You could binge all the episodes and get to season two, episode one, and you know what's in the hatch. Um, but for us, we'll get to the cliffhanger of season one finale, but we didn't know what the hatch was in the hatch was for a, pretty much an entire year, and this was massive. This was groundbreaking for TV. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up, and also glad you kind of... I was going to make a funny joke about, oh, it's the biggest hatch to be on an island since 2000, but... Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I was going to mention at some point about this hatch and saying that, like, if you watch this now, it's like... It really is... I was like, what's the big deal? Who gives a shit? Like, wow, it's... You know, we know what's down there, like, the way they do it. But, like, you're absolutely right. Like, when you're watching this, this you're like, what the... What? You're so intrigued. You want to know what the hell is in this damn thing. And, um, you know, I remember when it was airing first off, and I'm exactly the same, what you were saying there with your dad and everything, that sort of stuff. You're like, what the hell's in there? Like, what... You know, what could it possibly be? You know, it's up there with what's the monster and where's the polar bear and, you know, things like that. So, um... I think I'll go on record and say this was the biggest mystery lost ever had this was the one that got the most discussion yeah i'd probably agree with that i i think yeah i mean i think this is completely lost on people who did not watch this at the time uh and you know like even if you were watching this for the very first time with us right now and uh you're probably you're intrigued of course you are but i mean again as noel kind of just said you can sit down and watch this in a weekend and know what's in it whereas yeah you've got to this is a thing that you know will always be the case with people who grow up with how tv is now compared to you know i mean i can say you you're not that you're younger than me but you still did grow up in a time of lost and weekly episodes not binge watching you know that will always be lost on a lot of people now with certain tv shows where it comes to oh stranger things the entire season is now available you know, whereas, yeah. like, uh, you know, if that was 10 years ago, you'd have to wait for it week to week. Like, it is, it is a fun way to watch TV, as he's binge-watching. But, um, yeah, definitely agree with everything you said about The Hatch. It's one of the, the biggest sort of ongoing things on that, you know, if you're there and you're watching it, you know, it's, it's similar to, you, you know, so many shows where they kind of had this around the time. 24 had its moments. Desperate Housewives had its moments. You know, um, this was around about the time on Nip Tuck of the Carver, you know, who was the Carver and just kind of just classic TV sort of ongoing elements where you keep watching week to week because you want to know. And there's definitely the hatch from season one of Lost. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole other podcast about watching week to week versus binge watching, which we'll have another time. Um, yeah, but it, it really does change th- these things a lot. Um and I don't want to overblow it, but it really was a pop culture phenomenon. I bet you can find, uh, like, I think I watched a talk show clip or something. It was someone from The Office or something, and they're just dropping a, oh, what's in the hatch type reference. I don't even know if they mentioned Lost. It was just, we talked about the Rupert thing. Um, like, people were mentioning this, you know, it would have been on, I'm sure there were, like, Australian sketch shows and that that probably did. Like a Lost Hatch did thing. Did Comedy or... Inc. ever do Lost? I think they did, didn't they? Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but maybe they did something. I don't know if... Yeah, you'd have to imagine they did. I don't know if it was a Hatch one, but... Um, yeah, so this was huge. Yeah, I don't want to overblow it. It's not the biggest thing to ever happen on TV, but for that year, because it really was a year, because we'll talk about it in Exodus, we don't find out what's in that at the end of season one, which pissed off a lot of people, but we'll talk about that when we come to it. Um, 
But, I mean, just to kind of close off this conversation, did you have any theories yourself about what was in the hatch? Because everyone was talking about it. Um, if I did, I couldn't remember it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was 17 going on 18. I was more worried about trying to get laid. So, um, still am 13 years later. But um, <laughs> Still waiting for that big moment. Still waiting to pop my cherry. Uh, but um, what? Yeah, I, I, I probably did. But I, that's one of these, one of the things I couldn't remember. Um, polar bears live there. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and just to answer our own question, can I just say, I typed in Comedy Inc. Lost into YouTube. Apparently, I found one. So, we'll have to watch this after we're finished yeah. recording. <laughs> yeah, we can watch that up. Um, yeah, I can't remember specifically. Um, I think, like, I, 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 again, I don't want to oversell this, but we sat at the dinner table and talked about the hatch. Like, that was conversations that we had. I can specifically have kind of somewhat kind of flashes of memory of sitting, uh, in my dad's house. He still lives in the same house. And I think, uh, uh, some mum who was there was talking about perhaps it was a tunnel leading to um, off the island or Sydney. like a kind of a portal or something like that. Because this is the thing we know now, but we didn't even know that there was a long tube. Like for all we knew that what we saw of the hatch was all there was or for all we knew it was an entire city under the ground. Like now we look at it and we know, oh, well, it's just a station. But we didn't know how far down this thing went. We knew nothing about this thing other than it was a hatch that didn't have a handle on it. Um, I think someone, an idiot, he's still an idiot, but I had a friend who thought the island was a massive turtle what? and the hatch was a crack It was a crack in its shell. What? And, and still, <laughs> still maintained that theory even after we learnt what the hatch was. Because then he thought that the other hatches were, how? were cracks in the shell. Of the how giant does this turtle. person have a brain? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing sitting around at school? How you doing, Noah? How you doing, Zach? Um, like, what's what's your theory on Lost? Oh, probably a big turtle. <laughs> <laughs> not even Ben is talking about the giant turtle theory. I'm not um, even that dumb. Who is his friend? It's not Zach, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, he's an idiot. Uh, so, uh, uh, my dad's theory, well, not theory, but my dad's uh, suggestion of what they should use for the hatch was, oh, you should just put a bowl around and they should be using it to shit in. Um <laughs> This was this was after they'd blown it open. We got that shot of Jack and Locke looking down. He's like, "Ah, oh, they use it as a, a portaloo." So that was my dad's not theory, but his use for the hatch. No, you um, must have had the worst people to talk about Lost with. Like one person's telling you it's a turtle. Your dad saying, "Oh, they should just shit in there." Well, this was the glory days because by season three, I had no one to even say stupid things about the show. Um, we'll get to <laughs> Australian viewers we've lost. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like we should have just, this is kind of a nothing episode. So it's a chance to really talk about the hatch and we'll see in Exodus part three and Man of Science, Man of Faith in season two. Um You know, everyone was talking about it and we'll get to it, but I feel like this is one of the mysteries that, everyone was also kind of satisfied with which is rare um and you know we can also talk about how much of loss was made up as they went along and how much was planned out but the hatch was one thing they had early on uh after they were picked up for series they knew i think it was a jj abrams thing he didn't know what was in the hatch but he said 
all right, they're going to find this handle on the island and it's going to be some sort of bunker. Go off, figure out what that's going to be. So this was also quite an early thing that they had up their sleeve. Um, but anyway, let's get back to it. Where did we leave off? Uh, Sai is getting mad. And we have Jack going back with Michael, asking about uh, what happened, blah, blah, blah. Michael is sick. Someone's poisoned him. Uh, next we get... Uh, I don't know if this was a backdoor pilot for some sort of detective show, but we get Detective Jack and Locke. <laughs> detective like Locke. And, Shepard and Locke. Like, <laughs> we get those two walking together like, what do you think happened? Like Those two discussing, oh, I think he was poisoned. And then we get Locke off. He's off questioning people. <laughs> he was poisoned, you see? He poisoned. and witnesses. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Detective Jack and Locke uh, TV series coming soon. But Locke's off uh, questioning early, uh, getting witness statements. Um <laughs> Uh, and we we get oh Michael and Jin they're on the same diet and then Jack I mean Locke but Jin is fine Locke Jack Jin is fine Put his sunglasses like, on <laughs> yeah this is this is not a good episode come on we've got this is so badly written like they're on the same diet but Jin is fine it's, it's really like I keep saying it's TV, and I know that's a bad explanation for what I'm talking about, but it really is TV. It's Gilligan's Island. But you get the uh, great then, Hurley line. Come on, when he like he drops that Kate's a fugitive. He's like, yeah. he doesn't know. Well, how am I to know what to keep straight around here? Yeah. Steve didn't even know about the polar bear. <laughs> yeah, that was a great line. Uh, Poor Steve. And is it Steve or Scott? Oh. Died. <laughs> the is, other one. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. If, he really means Steve, or if this is supposed to be another example of Steve Scott type going on, and it was actually Steve who's dead. Um, uh, but yeah, that's great. Hurley as a witness dropping the whole Kate thing. Uh, Steve didn't know about the polar bear, and we had later on, earlier on at the golf course, Michael's like, polar bear? <laughs> um, so, you do kind of forget that not everyone knows what the viewer knows on this show. Um, we have Charlie getting a haircut, because... Ooh. Emily DeRaven had to do something in the script. Yeah, but um, Shannon doesn't do anything. We'll get to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had uh, Charlie's new song, Track 2, Monster Eats the Pilot, um, <laughs> which that's the name you were looking for there, yeah, Ben. Just, um, the one I, these are the names you were looking for. <laughs> uh, we go back to the caves because they're still a thing, apparently. Um, Jack asks if Kate poisoned Michael. Um do you really think I'm capable of... I don't know what you're capable of, Kate. <laughs> uh, Jack is just... I know that Boone died in his hands, but, like, come on, Jack. Just take a chill pill. He was right in his um, hands, Noah. Leave him a be. He's <laughs> grieving. Uh, like we, we all got, uh, We cut to Locke making some juju ointment <laughs> for his leg. Down his um, juju <laughs> <laughs> like, his leg is going to have some crazy visions now. Um... <laughs> Walt comes to tell Locke he didn't do it. Uh, we get some, you know, I don't want to go there, but there's some kind of Kevin Spacey things almost happening here. But Hang on, hang on, uh, hang on. Kevin Spacey didn't go that young. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm weirdly defending Kevin. It's all right. Kevin Spacey was in his middle teens. Not he th- was 14, not 12. <laughs> yes, come on, Noah. Let's not be that mean to Kevin Spacey. <laughs> God, we really need to not date these people. I feel so bad bagging out Kevin Spacey. I like the man. I don't like this. Yeah, it's kind of upsetting. <laughs> it is. Like, couldn't this be, like, somebody nobody likes? Like, I don't know. 
me? I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of a shame that it's like one of the best actors ever, but... Um... He still is. He still is. Can we just point out, just because he might be a bit of a sexual predator doesn't mean he's still not a good actor, people, right? He won two Academy Awards. I I don't think anyone's actually denying that. Uh, He is a bloody good actor, but he's also a potential pedophile. Anyway, let's move on. Um, (laughs) The Kevin Spacey Emergency Podcast, coming soon to the (laughs) Oz Network. Should we still like Uh, Kevin Spacey? (laughs) Yeah, he's a good actor, but, you know... It's going to make his films a bit harder to watch going back. Like the whole people on Twitter. Oh, I watched American Beauty for the other time. It's kind of creepy now. It's a movie about a guy who's cracking onto his daughter's best friend anyway, and you didn't think this was creepy beforehand? Jesus Christ. Sorry. Hashtag Uh, calm down, Ben. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Who knows what the future holds for Kevin Spacey and whenever this episode airs. So, uh... Hooray for dated podcasts. Um, so, Walt Locke tells Walt they're friends, and he touches Walt's arm, and we get Walt, don't open it, just don't open that thing, which I would care more about if we knew the Walt stuff kind of went anywhere, but because we know it goes nowhere next season, I just don't and even care at this point about because it's not even that bad what's in the hatch. So, like, why is this even a thing, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, again, it's just a classic example of, oh, mystery, like, what could this be? Oh, there's no handle, it says quarantine, don't open it. Um, but, I mean, if he doesn't open it, then Desmond never reunites with Penny, so Dick Walt moment. Yeah, Dick um, Walt. I mean, who knows, maybe if they didn't open it, things go completely different, and Benjamin Linus doesn't do this, and blah, 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 but let's not even go there. Um... Sawyer gives, I mean, we talked about, is this shampoo, is this food? Sawyer gives Michael, uh, written here, juice, question mark, sunscreen, question mark. He gives him something, I don't know. Do you know what it was that he gave Michael? I don't even think, I paid attention, I haven't written anything down. I've written here, hey, sweet cheeks. (laughs) Uh, But Sawyer's off the raft. Um, and he's off to set things oh, straight. Oh, hang on, hang on, no, 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 sorry, that, that pink bottle, I think it must be like, um, I think it's like, uh, Pepto-Bismol, something for the stomach, like, uh, like, a you know, yes, yeah, something like that, that's what I think it is, yeah, yeah, Um, but Sawyer grabs Kate's bag, because he's pissed off now, uh, and here we go, <laughs> Kate, you remember old Joanna? Uh, he's getting referenced, not get... Boone, like, fuck Joanna, Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's so many, this is like multiple Joanna moments in this episode, but no mention of Boone, who died two weeks ago. Um, Major character. <laughs> but we need the Joanna moment. Um, and yeah, so Kate's trying to steal Joanna's passport uh, and the infamous hot Joanna photo. Uh, <laughs> and this is where we learn, well, it's revealed to a lot of people that Kate's a fugitive. So one of the only th- purposes this episode serves is it, it kind of shows everyone else that Kate's a fugitive, but it doesn't bear anything on any future season. Like, no one's worried at all. Like, Shannon is. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the one- well, yeah, then we get one worried shot of Shannon. Like, apparently she's in this episode. There she is. Being upset. Not giving Charlie a haircut like, or anything. It's Ka- it's uh, em- Emily DeRaven, Claire. Her, 
Mother only died two weeks ago. Any any potential plot lines there? Any kind of character drama about coping with a loved one? No, no, no. We need Kate stealing Joanna's passport. <laughs> we need multiple references to that. We can't possibly have Shannon in here. So we get one Shannon uh, scene. Well, I wouldn't call it a scene. One shattered shot. Like, for all we know, that uh, was filmed in the pilot and they just put it in there. But, uh, um, so that frustrated. Hashtag should have been Shannon. Um, and she's going to be dead in like eight episodes. Anyway. <laughs> it keeps getting worse. <laughs> yeah, we're only just going to get over Boone. And the bang. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do this so, show anymore. Dun, dun, dun. Kate is a criminal. She steals passports. She wants to run away. And Kate says, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to prison anyway. Which, I mean, we will actually... Poor innocent viewers back then. We're actually going to see what happens when Kate gets off the island and how she's going to deal with that. Um, So she confesses to everyone, but she didn't poison Michael. She wants everyone to know that, which... I mean, she's kind of lying here. As we'll get kind of twist ending. In a way, Kate's actually kind of lying. Um... Uh, in a way. Sort of. Uh, so, Jack, who kind of just has to know everything, goes up to Sun uh, and just confronts her, and apparently Jack, Detective Jack, has figured it all out. I figured out the case, Sun. see? It was you, son. It was you. Um, you the whole time. Yeah, so, I don't know. Like, Jack, just our hero. Um, Sun was trying to poison or make... I think Jin's sick, right? Yeah. Um, but then the bottles got mixed up. She didn't want to kill him. She just wanted him to be a little bit sick. Pretty stupid plan. Uh, There's like can... 30 bottles there with no labels on it. Oh, I just put <laughs> yeah. it in one. They'll never know. What if fucking Walt did it? You did enough for an adult man. Like, what if a little poor little child ate that sort of stuff? Son, dick son moment. Uh, like evil sun moment. It was literally just in the big box of water bottles. It wasn't separate or anything like that. Um... So she's worried that he would die when he was out sailing. So she wanted to poison him. <laughs> Sun logic. Um, uh, Jack kind of says, well, I won't tell anyone, but you have to say goodbye to him because he's going. Um, reality check Jack moment. Um, <laughs> later that night, Sawyer is earned his spot back on the raft. Um kind of Kate we have to have a love triangle moment so there ain't nothing on this island worth staying for oh come on you gotta not not Kate. like that moment come on that's sweet uh, I mean it's kind of like do we have to have a love triangle thing oh, every time I, but... I'll defend that moment that that to me the end of this whole thing when I say I, I'm team Jack Juliet and I'm team Kate Sawyer that's one of those moments so I think that to me was probably the moment which sold me on yeah I want Sawyer and Kate together not Jack and Kate like yeah I mean, it's one of the better moments of this episode. I'll give you that. It's um, just the delivery of the line that he, the way he says, it, and just the look they share with each other. That's like when you when you get good sexual tension between characters. You know, the will they, won't they? I'm not talking about like pre couples on this show. We've talked so well how well they do this show. You know, Sun and Jean and Penny and Desmond and all that sort of stuff. But like the will they, won't they's, which I guess you know can get a bit tedious on TV shows. But Sawyer Kate was a slow build. I think Jack and Kate shoved down your throat from the moment she's so him up but like you know I, I i just i really like this scene i just think it just really sells it at this point you want these two boning in a bear cage over fish biscuits and you know not jack and kate so yeah I, i'll defend this moment i like that moment 
Yeah, oh, man, I prefer the sorry Jack moment next episode. Oh, yeah, for sure, absolutely. But, like, I don't know, there's just this moment here. I mean, the Jack the Jack and Sawyer love triangle, you know, when they're doing it in a bear um, cage. <laughs> uh, we have Walt confessing to Michael that he burnt the raft, so just a bit of payoff there, I guess. You know, they had this filler episode, there's a room for that kind of payoff. Um, but Walt says they do have to go now, they're not staying. Um, then little twist ending, uh, it was Kate's idea, like, uh, that son poisoned gin, but it's kind of a weird kind of tacked on thing. I don't know if they wrote that later. They're like, I don't know. There's no clues of this or no anything that. in this episode. I don't episode. think you need that at all. I, that, I mean, just leave it at son doing it. That makes complete sense. You don't need Kate. Yeah. You know. I don't know if this was tacked on cause it was a Kate episode. It's just random. It's like, there's nothing in this episode. There's no like scene of her with son like there's nothing in this it's just randomly kate's idea at the end um and then just a weird kind of ending like it feels like that wasn't supposed to be the ending the episode kind of just ends like it's just kate and son and then it's over um so that was born to run (laughs) baby we were born to run yeah uh what do you like better the song or this episode (laughs) The song. Um, <laughs> the song. Got any questions answers? Uh, there's just kind of resolutions, but there's no real question there. The only one that I sort of came up with was just back to the tape when, uh, you know, you're always wanting to run, Kate. It's like, yeah, but you know yeah, why. That would be mine, but I don't know if that's enough. I think it kind of fits in with what she, what did Kate do. True. Um, yeah. It's a filler episode. There's nothing here. Don't know. Um, Do we have anything solved? No. No. Do we have the plan? Save that for the finale. Uh, Was that a question? Yeah. Uh, Season, uh, episode 12, what is the toy plane? So that was answered. (laughs) Yes, there is an answer. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. I didn't know that was one of our questions. It was. Obviously, we had a, you know, strong episode. And and then you you could say, oh, how did the plane get to the safety deposit box but we'll kind of include that in with what was the plan and we'll get answer part two to that next week we get that answer Um, next week so yeah so we won't make that a whole question that can fit in with what is the plan um yeah, so we do get an answer. Sorry about that. I didn't know that that was one of our I'm just scrolling through here. didn't care about the plane enough. Well, I'm just literally scrolling through here to make sure we haven't missed any, because knowing us, we'll probably get to, like, episode, you know, 12 of season six. Be like, oh, right, that part. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get into our rankings for this episode. Um, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? I'll go first, because I think I know where you're going to go. Um... I'm going to rent. It's a low rent. Um, I mean, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not stupid. Um, I don't think this is a turtle or anything. But, um, I mean, I can still enjoy this episode. I mean, yeah, I, I get a lot of your criticisms with it. I still think I'm a lot higher up on Kate's storyline than you uh, are and probably ever will be. Um, so, I mean, I can appreciate it. I just like the intrigue of it. And, you know, just like as I said, watching this for the very first time, I remember the whole, like, you know, help, help me moment and just really feeling for her. And I just kind of like the stuff between her and uh, Big Dong Tom. So, um, yeah, I, I like it enough to, to rent it. Uh, I, I can't be in this episode. I can't buy it either. So, yeah, it's it's a Tom episode. It's We might rename the rent it category the Tom category. It's just the middle. It's just there, you know. Just average. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, cracking the turtle's shell needs to be like the new breaking the sh- uh, jumping the shark or something <laughs> like that. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I'm binning this episode. Aww. This is a terrible episode. Um, Double back-to-back Kate episodes, whatever the case may be, bin. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm confused about, because I really don't hate Kate. But, um, yeah, I'm going to bin this, and I'm also going to say that this is easily one of the worst episodes that Lost has ever done. Um, I feel like I wasn't harsh enough harsh enough on it during our recap of it. Um it's terrible. <laughs> it's a really bad episode of television. Um, and we talk about how even a bad episode of Lost is better than a lot of other TV shows. No, not this one. This is not a good episode of television. The script is really junk. Uh, the acting is not great. You know, I love Evangeline Lily, but it's just sometimes she doesn't shine. Um, the story is complete filler and not in the good way. It's not fun filler. There's just random scenes like it was Kate's idea, and you could totally miss this episode. And yeah, it has a few resolutions and a few things here and there. The flashback is not garbage, but hashtag should have been Shannon. Um, and you know, average Tom and stuff like that. I don't. It, it's not garbage. I like the tape scene stuff like that. Um, that's pretty much the only good thing of this entire episode. Detective Jack and Locke is just stupid. Like, but Jin's on the same day, but he was fine. Yes, he was fine. Like, it's really bad. Uh, so I'm going to bin this episode. If there was a lower category, I probably would put it in there because I would say that this is probably a bottom five episode of Lost. Like, Born to Run is... You know, if I'm watching random episodes of Lost, I'm absolutely skipping this one. I really can't see many positives at all. At this point, I'm just screaming for the finale. Um, You've been four episodes this season. You've been close yeah. to a quarter of this season, Noah Groves. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how many have I bought? Um, I've bought more than you, many, I think. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and how many three more am I going to buy? So the buy is still outweighing the bin completely. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, we'll get to our season one recap and I'll talk more about this, but it's a classic season of television, but 25 episodes. I don't hate long seasons. Like some people stand by 10 episodes or something. I don't hate it, but it does result in stuff like this. If you're going to have 25 episodes, like this and the greater good really could have been condensed into one episode. Um, yeah, I've been four episodes, but this has absolutely been... Um, what else have I been? Have I done four, really? You've wow. been the moth, you've been whatever the case may be, you've been hearts and fucking minds, um, and, yeah, born to run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those four episodes are garbage, and I love Lost. I absolutely adore this show, but those four episodes are garbage, and this is easily the worst of those four. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever rank all the episodes, but if we ever do, like, a bottom ten, this is in there. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if you're ever going to bin an episode of this show. I've been, I, I'm I've been homecoming. Be I've been homecoming. Oh, did you? Yeah, I've been one. And that's the one... Did, didn't did I not bin no, that you, one? No, you rented that. So, you've... I've binned you rented, but I bought Hearts and Minds and you binned it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is not a good episode of television, so... Uh, Please get us your opinion on Born to Run. I mean, it's not like Ben's saying this is an amazing one, but do you hate this one or do you think it's just okay? Well, as I said, it's, it's, a, it. it's a low rent. I mean, it's you know, I mean, I, I can still enjoy this episode and watch it. I mean, I, I again, I'm not as low on it as by far you are. I mean, 
out of what we've watched so far, out of 22 episodes, yeah, I'd probably put it maybe in the, the bottom five. This is the worst. This is so- I, yeah, I, I would watch this over Homecoming, so... <laughs> oh, no way. Um, that's got Ethan in it. Um, anyway, I've been waiting for this next week. We're into the finale. Thank God we got over this hump of born to run, this kind of stain standing in the middle of the finale. Um, even the greater good was a bit of a, come on, come on. We're finally here, the three-parter, the big epic. Um, and we'll talk more about it. We don't want to go on too much on born to run, but uh, Lost does finales superbly. I'll, I'll be talking about my love for all Lost finales. Uh, I'll reserve my opinion on the finale, the big finale. I kind of want to keep a bit of mystery about my opinion on that but in terms of endings of seasons lost absolutely knows how to do it and this one we're only going to be talking about part one we'll do the episode separately because uh, i could never forgive myself if we did one episode for all three exodus episodes as well as an episode for born to run so <laughs> um we're gonna have to split it up but even just talking about part one i i normally view these episodes as one piece so it's going to be weird to look at it as part one part two part three i never normally look at it like that but even part one i've already watched it it just hits straight from the first episode so i absolutely love lost finales and i can't wait to talk about this you know it's excited to round out season one because we've got three hours of great television coming up and yeah we're in we're into the the tail section of the season so it's exciting just want to point out before i talk about it noah i can officially say that after this episode today we have now officially got less than 100 episodes to go uh this episode marked the uh 100th episode to go mark so um we after today have 99 episodes of lost to go there you go. Just wanted to point that out. Um, yeah, I, I've watched it too, and uh, well, I'd hope so because we've got to cover it. But uh, we're gonna—I I think we're releasing all three parts on the same day, so you can sort of all get it all yeah. juicy on the one point. But um, yeah, I mean, the thing that I love so much about—I agree with you—Lost does such great finales, um, and like this, this first part feels like they could have this as a finale. To me, it feels like you yeah, could end this so. on part one and then go into the next season. And you've got enough, you know, set up already for season two. You've still got two more episodes to go <laughs> setting this up even more. And we've got even more great stuff to go. So, oh, there's like, I, I cried in this part. I cried in this episode. This is only part one. I, I'm, I'm going to admit it right now. I cried. Multiple times. Um, so, yeah, this is, it's a great episode. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to talking about the, the three-part finale. So, uh, yeah, bring it on. Okay, uh, so I'm sure you're stopping this episode right now. You're not even going to listen to the ending because um, you want to get on to Exodus if it's out yet. Um, but in the meantime, do all the subscribing things. Uh, don't be a, a shit like Born to Run and <laughs> subscribe and like our things and comment your opinion on the Kevin Spacey scandal of uh, November 2017 uh, when you're listening to this, probably like, I don't know whenever this comes out hello 2018 um we're coming into exodus and until next time uh baby i was born to run away from this episode uh my name is ben hashtag should have been shannon hashtag big dong tom thank you for listening to the oz network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information hit us up at the oz network.net